Hey everyone, happy to have you here for another episode of Legacy Matters. Today, as usual, we will talk about whatever comes up with a slight leaning toward discussions of preserving your legacy, preparing for things to come, and sharing stories we find amusing. Here we are. Welcome to Legacy Matters. Yes, thanks for yes, tuning Legacy in. Matters. Uh, yeah, yep. thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, Monday morning, Sam. It's it is Sam and I. It's the Monday after Super Bowl, and when <clears throat> when we yes. got in here today, we both decided that we were pissed off at the world, which doesn't last very long. But we did. But everything about everything sucks. No one cares about anything. We don't. We don't right wrongs quickly. Everything just happens, and people are like, oh, "I don't know how you can fix that." And, and right. then, and it's like it's like we we run around like we have no idea what we should maybe do to be better, and we don't do it. But we do know what we should do to be better. But anyway, anyways, yeah. So Monday sucked, but it's fine. We love Monday. It's Monday morning, day Doesn't... after Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, wow, it was, right? It was actually a decent game. Like it was a great game. You know, yeah, the like game itself. I don't was really good. like football. That, I mean, I like. Right. Whatever. I don't I, like sports I didn't that care much. Who no. won or lost. I wanted Kansas City to win, and I don't know why. But um, I have friends from Kansas City. I think that's it. A lot yeah. of friends. Well, didn't Kansas City win? Yeah. It was good. Yeah, yeah it was so, good. Yeah. All right. Plus, there you go. San Francisco. Don't they already have everything? Like, do they, they really do need something everything. else? Yeah. Seems like they've got everything. San Fran's got everything going on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Boo, San Fran. <laughs> oh, we just lost our three listeners in San Fran! That's okay. Shit. Just kidding. All right, whatever. I don't even care. <laughs> nope, no one cares. No one cares about anything. No. Except the weather here in right. Minnesota. What's the weather so, like, So, here we are. We are... Ooh, we're February now. Oh, big big time. Yeah, big time. So, it's, it's really nice out today. It's nice. It's a... Uh, well, it's cloudy like it always is, but, but you know, it's, it's not it's too decent. cold. It's like 40 degrees this weekend, almost 45, I think. It was like close to 45. Yeah. yeah. So, you know what Minnesotans do for fun when it gets to be 45 degrees in the middle of January? They run around the lake in shorts. They run around the t-shirts. lake in shorts and t-shirts and and or they they go out into their backyard and pick up all the dog poop in shorts and t-shirts and then and like with a smile on their face like oh look at me i'm i'm, I'm able it. i'm able to take care of business today and things up Woo, yeah that's fun yep well i'm ready for spring but it's still wild while down the road it's coming it is it's coming remember when we said that we were like everything was going to work out and we were going to have everything in place by the end of january 2020 yeah, and, and there here it is and it, i don't feel so. like it's all it's all good we got everything's moving our direction i get that but it's like we had to bleed into another month before I we know. actually find the. this is the month you know it's got to be We're the month man so we are missing sarah she's still in tequila country <laughs> oh hey <laughs> sarah yes she yep. is yep yes <laughs> it would be all right are we gonna, our guess, yes, are we gonna our introduce our guest heather's dying over here she's like okay we're gonna introduce heather but let clowns. me say this uh this is this is one of those things where, like, we are meeting Heather for the first time. She was recommended by by a we recent. Everybody. Yeah, I know, but not everybody. Some people we know. Mm. You know, there's people we know, or Double. there's people who are um, sort of well known enough that we feel like we know them. Mm-hmm. Um, but but we try not to do any real research about our guests before they come in, so that it's like an honest conversation. We just we're just trying to get you to know you. So Heather Korndorf. Uh, is uh, was recommended by Deb Malin, a recent guest and longtime friend of mine. Her kids went to camp, I, the camp that I worked at. So, hi, Heather. 
Hi, Heather. Hi, gentlemen. <laughs> Boy, you have been so patient. God, it's been so hard to be this <laughs> you, quiet. Yeah. Well, you don't have to be. I mean, I we're know, just talking shit. It was good, though. Yeah. It was like a total... I mean, just shit talk it on is, a Monday it morning. Shit talk. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. What camp did you go to? Uh, I worked at Camp Chippewa okay. in, up on Cass. Like, why did you... Were you a camp kid? I was a camp kid. Not Were you around a camp here. adult? No. Did you... Were you on staff ever? No. Uh-uh. No. Where but, were you in camp? Uh, first camp was called Camp Gucci. It was a Jewish camp oh. for real Gucci, but you not G U C C I. One C. Okay. Yeah, it's like Gucci. Yes. Gave me, Gu- Gucci is a Native American word. Yes, I think it is. Yeah, you don't but know I, nothing. But, well, this was you know a bunch of people's last names. <laughs> oh, really? So, yeah. Oh, and then the oh. other camp was Camp Sabra. So okay. that these are all St. Louis camps. I grew up in St. Louis, but my son and my husband. Went to Camp Nabagaman. Oh yeah, I know. I know them. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, so I thought, oh maybe Nabagaman. The owners of Nabagaman, I forget their last names right now, but they're from St. Louis. I don't I know believe. anything about camp. You didn't go to camp as a kid. The YMCA camp. That's a camp. That's a camp. Yeah. In That's fact, legit. the Y system yeah, has a- taken over a lot of previously private camps when mm-hmm. they were kind of failing. Yeah. So a lot of them still are run as if they're they're part of the Y system, but they're it run was as, okay. What which one did you go? I to? Don't you remember. don't remember? No. no. Let me just say though, this morning, I woke up at five a.m. anyway. But this morning was a camp that you had to register at at eight a.m. because by eight o two it gets sold out. A wait list. This is what happens right now. Do you guys have kids? I have no idea. Not camp what kind kids. of camp? I do have kids. I have ton, this, tons of them. This is um, the Humane Society house. camp. It's like very popular. Oh. So I called or I went online 8 a.m. and wait lists within three minutes. Not joking. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that if you want another job and do really well here in Minneapolis, you should start a kids camp. A lot of camps do. I'm just saying, if you need, he has a camp. Oh, you Look do? at his shirt, Earth Ed. Well, I don't actually have oh. the camp yet. Foundation. Oh, but yeah, no, that's that. So uh, I worked for almost 20 years at at the camp that I worked at, Camp Chippewa mm-hmm. in Cass Lake, and uh, when it was time for me to not work there anymore, I decided to start. So I started a nonprofit called Earth Ed, and the idea is. I, so I'm 45 right now. I did this when I was about 40. Uh-huh. And I said, by the time I'm 55 or so, I'm going to have open a camp. So I need to, I need to, I knew I was setting the, the groundwork for yes. what would come later. Yeah. Um, and that I didn't have the resources now, but I'm going to have the resources by the time I'm 55 to open camps. That's awesome. Yeah. I think we need more of them. Yes, absolutely. I really do. And we need some camps for adults too. <gasps> That's another thing we've talked about. Oh, totally. Boy. This is awesome. We've talked, uh, I talked, I had a, uh, another camp director friend in Steve Purdom, but uh, talked about not just like like I, I think a recreation of a childhood summer camp, but for adults. Absolutely. Yeah. Why, why do kids get all the fun? That's right. And and if you had those memories what, as a what kid, what are you talking about? Isn't there an adult camp somewhere? There are. Or what, some. what is what there is are, the but, thing we were talking about? I th- or you were? Yeah. There there are adult camps, but they mm. don't. Uh, they're like they're like arts and crafts painting retreats or uh-huh. you know think about things retreats they're not like i want i just want to go shooting guns and i, I want to go like shoot that. the gun the bow play right. a little tennis and sail today that's all i want to do yeah. You know? yeah yeah like yeah, yeah. you can't make it like a month-long camp because well i guess you could if you didn't have kids 
Or yeah, but this, I'm talking for like retirees right. too. We got a lot of baby boomers. They want it. Yeah. You you kind of right. go through this thing as you get when you retire. You it's like you're in high school again because all your days are free. Mm-hmm. You know, and then this is what I hear anyway. Right. Uh, and then why why not? Hey kids, I'm signing up for summer camp. It gets them out of our hair too. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the older people who, like, want to hang out with you all summer yeah. and you got too many things going on? I'd want it to be pretty nice. Like, I like my nice bed. So you want it to be, like, glamping. Like, it's glamping. Yeah, that's camping. what I want. Yeah. You want glamping. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you can have nice things and still be in a wilderness setting. Yeah. It doesn't I'm have sure. to be. I mean, it, so children's camp, they have those old bunks with the really crappy thin foam mattresses and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. At adult camp, everything else is the same, but you got a real nice bed. How about that? Obviously, because everybody would be a shit show during the day if they didn't get their sleep. That's right. Right. Yeah. That's right. Tempur-Pedics yeah. all I, around. That, <laughs> I like the sounds of that. That sounds pretty nice with breakfast in the morning. Oh, my God. You know, I'd want yeah. that. I yeah. mean, I kind of want it to be kind of spa-like, too. Nope. See, then I'm out. I think you should go to a spa. Yeah, I, I, maybe I'm more of a spa kind of a yeah, guy. Yeah, you know, or maybe but, at but this I like camp. to shoot stuff too. I mean, I want to shoot stuff. Then come to this it, because you know, you there know, isn't I much do things. There isn't much difference between a spa and this, except no masseuses and stuff. If you want a right. back rub, then talk to your bunkmate and <laughs> see if you can't get yourself a back rub. I'm not getting any back rubs. <laughs> <laughs> That's not happening. That's why this camp isn't happening now. You still have. A decade until the camp is supposed to be open, right? That's you right. You said 55, so. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll add my two cents. I can envision it, you know. You can? can? Yeah. Well, yeah, a little bit it. more spa-like, you uh-huh. know, too, with all the camping things. Yes. You know? I don't know. You got to, when, when camp's <laughs> over, you take yourself to a spa and you get spa treatment. But here, this is camping. You know, I think that you could... I might agree with Jim just because oh, you could bring it to a different level. So you go. have you, this intense, elitist. adventurous. No, but like you have this <laughs> intense. Elitist. It's, it, it's oldness yeah, is what it's, it is. Well, it's also knowing who you are and what you need and what you want. So you have this adventure during the day. You're trying new things. You suck at things. You're good at yeah, some things. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, because you're probably working muscles and brain things that you don't typically do, you need some you know to relax a little bit so you maybe got some downtime. you got some downtime so maybe you just get like a foot massage not the full-on massage who, therapy which staff member Sounds does nice. this or or well, maybe you, you have like a little salt cave where everybody just now chills and then they drink their beer and wine in the salt cave and the, the that, salt cave the salt maybe whirlpool or something yeah, too yeah. i'm fine with that i just don't think we have masseuses and uh you know what, what do you call people who do nails and pedicures stuff? pedicure yeah, and manicures no, yeah you're Petty gonna get that's yeah. a that's a different that's the spot well, i'm not saying that no no there's a saying, sauna you know there's a sauna? very nice sauna sauna there's a very nice hot tub somewhere that yep. can fit that i'm fine and it's a nice hot tub yeah. it can be okay that part i can get on board yeah. with the spa part yeah right? just okay. not just not the mani pedis right right and i'm kind of yeah. grossed out by hot tubs too I am so too. But they're a little gross. Yeah. But you know what? Yeah. We can make it nice. Very rustic and weird. It's good. Like rocks, mm. boulders. Not like oh, a... Oh, yeah. You should do climbing. Yeah, not like a you know plastic or fiberglass like bought it at right. the store. Like a grotto. Tub. Like a grotto type. Oh, yeah. 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 Now we're like the Playboy well, I'm excited Mansion. to sign up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you just got to wait 10 years. 10 years. You can be on the wait list. Perfect. Great. I, another wait list. Thank you. <laughs> just what I like. <laughs> Okay, well, now that we've got oh, that ironed shit. out a little bit better. Um, I'm, Heather, I'm who are of, you? 
Where, and yeah, what? God, what, who are you? Why are who you are here? You? What is? A, why are we all here? <laughs> well, let who me say, I? Heather, you have quite the outfit on today. It's very sparkly, very Thanks. shiny. It's really beautiful. Thank all you. Right, that's it. I'm taking nice. a photo. Are you okay? Yeah, you can. Um, is that okay? Well, no. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, yeah go for it. Um, I do. I like things that make me um, project how I feel on the inside. Ooh, mm. sparkly. You know, like yeah. I reflective. Reflect. Yeah, I really don't care if it's appropriate i mean i'm not gonna well it's very appropriate sit with um my ass hanging out of my jean shorts or anything like that sure. but um like this makes me feel really good i know yeah. that sam probably does that all the time I, he I, does I show a lot of yeah. he has chaps <laughs> yeah. you know that's amazing we were talking about I, uh, a couple of years ago i wore a pair of uh like these european swim trunks they're not the speedos but they're the tighter fitting yes, yeah. i love those things oh yeah I don't, it's like i don't really care whether no what what it looks like to other people they're very comfortable and you feel good and i it. feel fine and that's feel good that's how i like to that's, dress. Your, that's your vibe that's what that's your, my vibe. Yeah. your jam is yeah. that's my yeah, yeah it so, looks good you look thank great you. well thank you yes yeah, yeah. So, um, so what I didn't you, mean who are you. What I meant was no, we like didn't existentially really, not who. Yeah, I we didn't give a very good introduction before well, we got right into camps. Do. No, yeah, well, sometimes shouldn't. we do. No, but I think that's cool to ask somebody who are you because <laughs> the first thing there's they say you could really you're like oh that's what you identify yourself as. Mm-hmm. So I mean if like five years ago I'd be like oh I'm uh, a mom, sure, which I am a mom, mm-hmm. or maybe like. A year ago, I'd be like, "I'm I'm a diabetic," which I am a diabetic. Um, now, uh, I would probably say I am uh, a, the owner of a movement studio. That's okay. how I, yeah, that's what I would yes. say first. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. so so you went from mom mom first, then diabetic. Yeah, when, I mean, when, I'm all these things, right. but but like the first thing you say, I think that kind of it's like, where, where's your mind at right now? Mm-hmm. And right yeah. now, I'm I'm like in kind of thinking about work. Yeah. Stuff yeah. Right now. Fair enough. Right now. So, Do, did yeah. you did you start this fitness yeah. studio? This movement studio? Yeah, I started it. Actually, our birthday was Saturday. We were two okay. years old. Okay. Um, and it's called Moxie Movement Studio. All right. Okay. Yep. Now we spell Moxie M X E, so people are usually called M X E, but. I, we say it as Moxie, and I know that's not how you spell it. Okay. But when you look at M, X, X is big, so the artist is going to M, big X, and then E. <laughs> and then you look at it, it and I then there, yes. And then our logo has wings coming out of the X. Yeah, I've seen it. You have? Yes. Give me some. Mm. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Yep. Right? Yep. And so we also call it a movement studio, not exercise or fitness, because there's this negative connotation about exercise and fitness. And, is there? Oh yeah, I feel like the fitness industry just preys on people's fear and their oh and sure. their self loathing and um, what Who they are. Doesn't aren't. prey on that these days, right? But right, so we're trying to do the other side, a little be bit more, more positive. positive. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so this is your studio. You. This is, mine. This is your company. You started this yeah. two years, years ago, ago, right around yeah. the same okay. time we started this. Really? Yeah. That's Not great. the podcast, but the company. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, have you uh, have you been successful in what you're doing? Yes. I mean, I mean, do you feel su- I, I do. There's different ways to measure success. Exactly. I understand exactly. that. Yeah. Um, some people. So if you were going to be looking at the numbers, I, we've never been in the red, which is good, 
right? So, oh, like, we've never not been in the red. Oh, well, yeah. okay. I mean, red's a good color. <laughs> it's you fine. Know? Yeah. We're, we're used matter. to it. But that doesn't, so I don't measure success that way. I always no. think, like, if I am constantly thinking about something and I don't do it, then that's failure. Yep. So that, and so I was thinking about it for over 10 years and finally did it. And so I'm like, yeah, it's working. It's great. It's actually working a lot better than I expected. Is it? Yeah. Um, I, Where are you located? We're in Linden Hills, I was just yeah. going to say. Yep. And because of our mission and our vision, mm-hmm. it's for, I had to experiment first in that community, in that neighborhood. Uh-huh. So our mission is about connecting with people and sharing our knowledge and daring people to live with moxie. So moxie means chutzpah, it means courage, strength, determination. It's a good old word. It's a good word. It is. Um, and it's an when I first said Moxie, I made a DVD years ago, a fitness DVD, and someone was like, Moxie is like an old word. Mm-hmm. No one's going to know what that means, which is, I don't care. But mm-hmm. when you, you say it, it I, we brought it back, right? Yeah. Um, and the real, so that's our mission. It's connecting and sharing and daring. But our vision is if you can start with yourself and if you can respect and have compassion for yourself, then we can start healing everybody else because yeah. there, you look around and there's a lot of hatred there's a lot of racism there are a lot of people talking over each other not a lot of listening mm-hmm. and we can you even said at the beginning of this mm-hmm. like what are we supposed to do we don't even know what we're going to do like you know like there's a lot going on we can do better we can do better but what do we do we don't know what to do i mm-hmm. say start with yourself and so if you see you know someone is doing you know is disrespecting you or anything like that I, I always pause and I'm saying okay then what is it what what is it with me because there's something going on with me mm-hmm. yeah. um, and so that's how that's, that's our vision yeah that is so that's our vision that if we can do this work individually then we can make a bigger difference but you said something in sort of a an apologetic way I had to start in that neighborhood or something like that well um I'm is that not because Linden, is that because oh it's not it no, wasn't no, maybe no, I misread no. that well I would you know some people will think well you you're not you're not franchising you're not all over and I don't that's not a goal of mine and I, the things that we're talking about um, it's just, you have to be a specific person and you have to I'm not saying those people only live in Linden Hills <laughs> that's not it at all okay, but if I went checking. to if I went to another community and and I walked in looking like this and I gave people hugs they'd be like right. what the hell is she smoking like right. who is this person right and I thought we were going to be doing push-ups which we are yep. yep but what I'm asking people to do like in class we ask you to feel we yeah. don't ask you to do. Yeah, right. We ask you to look at yourself in the mirror and pause and not move. And let me tell you, that's a challenging thing to do. <laughs> sure. It, just to pause. That's cool, it's, yeah. It's yeah, really yeah. cool. So I needed to see, because this is where I live. And so I know a lot of people there, so it had to be comfortable. It's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this experiment. And it's working. Well, it wouldn't work if you didn't tailor it to the community that yes. you are in anyway. I mean, if you went to, it's not like you couldn't maybe get the same message across in a different community. You could but do you, it everywhere. But you would really. have to approach it from a different angle. A- like, you have to meet people where they're at. Yeah. So how, sure. how did people find you? So you opened the shop up in yeah, Linden Hills. In Linden Hills. So I have been in the fitness industry for a long time Mm -hmm. uh, in Chicago and then I moved here and so I had a bit of a following I was working at Lifetime Fitness 
And when I left, it's not that everybody, you know, follow that. That's that's really doesn't happen. So some people no. came over, but um, because of you know other things that I did, not just staying in one place. I did free events throughout the uh, city, um, and just get involved in other things people knew about mm-hmm. me. Um, and then the the teachers that are at Moxie are extraordinary. They're human. Like I. They're family. Yeah. So there are lots of really talented people in this town, really, really talented doing movement and fitness and exercise. Yep. And the particular people that work at Moxie, I consider them exceptional um, because it's not just about the physical movement. We're asking people to hold space for students to listen and not tell them what to do. Mm-hmm. We're asking them to feel and then make decisions in real time. We're Are you friends them. with Betsy too? Then, Be- well, oh yeah, yeah totally. Of, of course. course. I'm yeah. just like I, now it's all making sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She was my Dharma coach, actually. Yeah, because yeah. she's got that like can't help but make you feel like there's hope in the world kind of vibe mm-hmm. going right. on all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there mm-hmm. and there is. Makes you, you know, it's makes you so it makes happy you feel to be around funny her. inside. It's I know. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So what kind of movements are happening? Okay. So uh, I, I love that. Do you <laughs> like how I did my little yes. thing? Well, you did a little dance. Yes. And so we do all sorts of things. We do boxing, cardio, strength, dance, yoga, bar, karate, all different things. And it's different that is every day. not what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, right? Wow. right? Yeah, no. So, uh-uh. you know, don't get me wrong. This is challenging stuff. You're doing yeah. the movement and it's challenging. You're sweating and you're getting stronger and... But if you're coming into the studio and you're like, I have to lose 10 pounds by mm-hmm. next week, I'll look at you and I'll give you a hug and I'll say, it's probably not the place for you. Sure. Right. right. Go, go run at the Y. Go for or, uh, Well, <laughs> I mean, you. but the cardio and the strength that you're doing at Moxie, it will right. get you there. But my question is, really, when you lose those 10 pounds, are you really going to like yourself? Is yeah. that really what's happening It sounds happening like here? you're, I mean, it's more of a balance, more of a mental, physical thing that you're yeah. working at simultaneously. Yes, it's, so know? it's from the inside out instead of the right. outside in. It's yep. not, hi, okay, I like how I look. Because if you start on the outside in, you're never going to really say, I like myself. Right. No. No, because at the end of the day, when you're by yourself, if you can be by yourself, without a phone, without a mirror, without, do you like yourself? Yeah. That's, I mean, I can see, I mean, I understand why this is important, too. Yeah. You know? Why don't don't people just understand that everybody's beautiful in their own way and stuff? Like, why is it so hard? Well. Well, Not that you can answer that. That's a semi-rhetorical question. No, I know, but but I think that, um, so I used to be depressed. Yeah. Clinically depressed and suicidal and anxious. And those negative feelings. How old were you when this was going on? This was like. Five years ago. Okay. Yeah. You looked at your watch like, 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 yeah. like, like not too long ago. Like as I was walking into like your as, studio. And then I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that long ago. But I know I can't, because I'm on the other side, I remember yeah. feeling that way and I was just attracted to more of it. It's not that I I really wanted to hang out with positive people or even they kind of annoyed me sometimes. So Well hatred, positivity doesn't have to be upbeat either. It doesn't. It you doesn't know? no. But fear breeds fear. Hatred, mm-hmm. it's like a vicious cycle, yeah. and, and it's kind of adding fuel to the fire. And um, and I think that on the reverse, so if you can get a little glimpse of light in there in your in your life, and then you're around people that are like that, and it's it can breed more. 
Can we have uh, Moxie movement classes at the adult camp? Absolutely. And the kids camp? Absolutely. Okay. So we do kids classes. Yeah. I come to people's, we go to people's offices. Yeah. We go to, um, you know, workshops. So we're mobile. We have online videos too. Of course. Of course we do. Yeah. Why wouldn't so, you? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Because you I can think, reach out more than yeah. yeah. And we do have people around the country that are doing these classes and they can feel like they're part of the community. Yeah. I'm not, I'm less and less afraid of, uh, our digital future and more uh, more just wondering like when are we going to actually take hold of it and, and oh. shape it and do it ourselves yeah. instead of having it done for us and then we're like god you know that makes me feel icky they stole mm-hmm. all my stuff and they yeah. they don't really care about me in any way right right we, we talk about that sometimes like handcrafted artisanal yeah. tech like can you actually make things that feel different like what what's the difference between you know, a McDonald's hamburger and something made love it, lovingly. You, you know, oh, I talk about this all the time. So this past week was our birthday. So we celebrated every day, and I asked local businesses to support surrounding us. around surrounding just in Minneapolis. Okay, uh, and it, it just or came I out thought maybe com- just Linden Hills, right nope, there. No, in no, the- no, throughout Minneapolis, okay. and and they donated gifts. Okay, so every day you went to the studio, you got a gift, and the purpose is, you know, you. You can easily stay at home and order something on Amazon. It feels so much better when you actually are holding this this piece, the sticker that was created by Lauren Strom, a local artist. She uh-huh. she created it, and she comes to the studio and she moves with you. And people, are, oh gosh, I want to look at more of her art. I mean, it feels really, really good. Right. Where they could probably go on Etsy and find something maybe similar, right? So. Um, and I talk about it sometimes. You could go to a lots of places. You could stay at home and find some free exercise classes. But you choose to be here. You choose to purchase these products. You choose to walk into a store and have a conversation with you know, whoever's selling this. And that is community and that is connection. How sad is it when we drive around and there are places that are you know, empty, yeah. businesses closing. We need to get out of our homes, off of our phones, and talk to people and know what do you do for a living what oh and then oh i'm gonna buy honey for That's you community. instead of instead of going on amazon and ordering honey like oh you you know something. right i mean we talk about it. linden hills is a great neighborhood for that too. yeah it really I mean, is that, really you know is. that is a very i mean it is linden hills but you know a lot of our even here in northeast too also oh, is absolutely. a great neighborhood i mean all of that sort of you know coming around here in minneapolis you know well, so to, to expand on that a little bit, though, mm-hmm. the, so one one part of that is uh, one part of that is that we want to get people into their communities and meeting everybody. But, yes. But knowing that we're going to spend time online, yes. how can we also make the things that we do online not feel so icky and maybe prompt us in certain ways to want to do these other things and meet the other people in the community. So, yes. Yes. All right. We got to, we got to take a little break. Little, little Jimmy's kind of go pee pee. <laughs> oh, make sure you wash your hands, Jimmy Jim. Uh, yes. Poor Jimsy. All right. We will come back. <laughs> Today's show is brought to you by the Andalin app, a first-of-its-kind digital legacy preservation app 
that allows you to digitally attach photos, videos, and audio recordings to the places and objects you love. Imagine hearing your grandmother's voice telling the stories of your family heirlooms. Preserve your memories, prepare for the future, and share with those you love. Andolin, available in the App Store and Google Play. Visit andolin.app for more information. Need some help with a construction project? Looking for thoughtful design and honest answers about what is possible and what is not? Kinetic Design Build is a full-service boutique remodeler servicing residential and commercial clients in the Twin Cities. Design and build with purpose. Visit kineticdesignbuild.com to request a consultation. Packing for a trip? Let Pack Simply give you a little help by delivering travel-safe products directly to your door in an airport security-safe pouch. Unbelievably easy and surprisingly simple. Make your life easier. Visit PackSimply.com. Interested in art? James Holmberg is both an artist and an art consultant. His strong connections in the Minnesota art world give him a unique perspective on the talented pool of artists from our region. Let James guide you to an original work that will come alive in your home. Visit jamesholmberg.com to find out more. All right. Do you want to go on a wilderness adventure with me, Sam? Or maybe you know a group of kids who could benefit from an extended break from their electronics. Or maybe you just need a break from those kids. Visit earthedfound.org for more information about how to get started. For information about becoming a sponsor of Legacy Matters, please visit LegacyMattersPodcast.com. I am really oh. into hygiene. Oh, are you? Uh, yeah. Everything grosses me out. Everything. Right. He's not like a germaphobe, though. No, I no. wouldn't think so. No, no you no, hugged but me. Hygiene. You hugged me. Yeah, well, of course. That, not that. But you no. know what I mean? Like, you know, just, you know, like when I go to the gym, I, you know, wipe I like everything to wipe before everything and before after. and after. Yes. All right. I did. And then I really, you know, want a pet peeve is when I see someone next to me, mm-hmm. uh, just the other day, actually, while yeah. I'm on the treadmill. Yeah. This dude's in there and I see him all the time and I'm like, and then he just leaves oh. after he's sweating. And I'm like, come on. Yeah, Did you say something Seriously. Him? No, he left while I was still in my thing. Yeah. But next time I see him, I'm going to say something. You know, like, hey, you, you know. the gym say something. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, their job. It is their job. But, but you I can, like to say Where are you working stuff. out? At the Y. Oh. Over the Southdale. Uh, you guys realize I started right. I just yeah. want to make oh, sure. I, sorry. Okay. Oh, no, no. No, no, it's all well, there good. You go. It's all good. Well, it's all, it's all me and my and my issues. So with it's germs. It's not an issue. You know, People it's not an issue. Clean no. up after yourself. Like, right. You guys, after you pee, wipe it off the seat. Oh, my God. Could you please well, come over and just seat. train my boys? Like, it has, yeah. it has become just a like a challenge to them to see who can pee on the seat the most. Oh, wow. No. Just, I'm serious. Just in the last, like, month. Well, and I'm like, you guys, just to let dudes spray. Okay, this is totally, I, don't, I guess it's not off topic. I, apparently, you can have a different kind of pee stream. Like, it could go straight or it can spray. So it's possible your son's spray. I don't have a penis, were, but this is what I've heard. Were you around? No. I, this has been a topic of conversation repeatedly in the last week. Yeah. Because, uh, one, uh, did yeah, I talk about right. it on the show? I did not hear. I just have a friend No, no, you, you wouldn't have no, heard no, from no, this. Okay. No. It was, one of my boys, I forget where we were, but one of my boys, uh, when he was... Your kids are going to be mentally scarred now. They don't you? listen. <laughs> well, Plus, someday they will. Any scarring, that, that they're so... 
It's, it's like water like under. We're educating. We're yes. educating. Yeah. Dad, did you really talk about? I talked about IP? this in front of him the other like day. <laughs> yes. One of my boys, I won't name names, but he's the oldest one oh of my, my two God, boys. Oh my God, that's so rude. <laughs> totally is. Rude. I mean, I mean, it's not going to be hard for them to figure out who yeah, you're talking uh, about. Why? One, two, carry the one. Okay. Yeah, looks like it's me. Yeah. Embarrassing, Dad. Anyway, uh, when he was two, when you get him out of diapers, you don't know what's going on in there when when you have diapers, right? But right. But once you're, he was out of diapers. Uh, in your potty training, potty right? training, yeah. and and like in, within the first week, my wife said, "Hey, you gotta check out what's going on with with little T here. Like, there's something with with right. whichever one it is. Uh, Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Anyway, uh, because because there's something it like it doesn't come out straight. The, yes. the stream doesn't come out straight. Right. You know. And I said, Ah, what what do you mean? So anyway, so I help him go to the bathroom the next day, and. I'm helping him, and it's directly pointed into the toilet. Yes, and it sprays on the wall. Uh, no yes. joke, on the wall behind the toilet, because it it's facing this way, but the stream goes this way. Yeah. So my older brother's a doctor. Yeah, and I called him up, and I'm like, hey, I I've seen like, you know, it goes sideways a little bit, or it sprays or whatever, but I've never seen anything like this. This is crazy. Got a magic penis. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's like. It's like someone's got their finger on the end of the hose and it is just like zoom <laughs> out the side. Yeah. And uh and he says, "Oh yeah, that's that's very common. That's like uh 20% of boys or yeah. something and if it if it typically resolves, but if it doesn't, then they have to go in and redirect. Yes. They have to do a little surgery yeah. to redirect." And I'm like, "Oh, my grandson no. just wow. had it done and he's, Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, the surgery? Yeah, yeah. Boop, in and out. Fine. Yeah. Good. Kid, kid Fix is, it. Yes. It's oh. just got to be a little tweak. See, right? I'm a like a little. Yes. I'm an adult, and when you say that they're, they're going to have to do a little something with the old Calm penis, down. I'm like, no, Calm I don't want that. Down. It makes me nervous. You guys and your penises. I mean, wow. we hardly go they're through sensitive. anything. Okay, but if if he's peeing on the ceiling, come on. No, no, I would have. Uh, oh yeah, right. that, that was going to get corrected right. if right. it didn't get corrected. So but is it corrected? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, it okay. resolves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's a he's got straight he's shooter, got, real straight shooter. Okay. Right. It's just right in the toilet. God. You know, some say that, you know, you're supposed to train boys to sit down and pee. <gasps> yes. You know you this. You could, but I'm just I think saying it's one like, of like that that's something I've heard. And lately. I this is I not, mean, Heather, what do you, what's your take? I mean, oh, it seems okay, like so, it seems yeah. like you you're okay. nodding, yeah. Okay, so I just I mean, God. just funny images. I mean, we taught both of my kids that my daughter used to like to face the back of the toilet and pee sitting down that way. Oh, that's kind of really cool. Really cool. Yeah. And then my son was doing the same thing. And and we would just explain <laughs> to my son, we have a really good friend, I'm not going to say his name. I'm almost said his name. But he's still, he's an adult. He's 41. Yeah. Maybe 42 now. And he still sits on the toilet when he pees. I can't wait to tell him to listen to this podcast. I have and a he's friend like, why, that why does wouldn't that. I? You girls get to. Why can't I? Don't, just right. because I have to sit down when I pee. Oh. I'm going to sit down when I pee too. I'm like, that's awesome. Well, why, why would that make you feel, let me. He's taking a load off. Just relaxing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get into too much trouble, but I would, I will say that um, it's one of the, like, there are differences between the sexes, right? And it's one of the things that we get to do as men that I find some small amount of pleasure in oh, is yeah. sort of like because you can stand there. Because you can I stand. Can, I can just yeah. walk up to it, like a anywhere, tree. a tree, a anywhere, tree. and the, and I'm like, what? You know, where, and girls, modern women, they'll they'll just squat right next to you and be My like, my daughter what? and I, I do pee. it in our backyard. Yeah, 
There's, because I'm, we can. <laughs> I'm totally fine. Not with kidding. That. Not kidding. Why? Because you. I mean, I can't do it in public because right. probably would no. get a ticket or something. Or well, you were arrested. Yeah. Right. Just like not I couldn't do it in public either. You're a middle-aged white woman. You don't get arrested. That's true. For very I have a much. lot of white privilege. It's yeah. very true. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yes. nothing's gonna. They'd just be like, nothing. look at the poor white lady over there uh, peeing. She's probably. They might drunk. think you're homeless though, and then <laughs> yeah. they arrest you. Right. You know. They're not gonna think that. No, but anyway, my daughter and I do pee in the backyard. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Solid. Okay, I've got two stories. Watering the flowers, as they say. Oh, sure. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, one of my children, I won't name him this time, but he is the oldest. Uh, I mean, you only have two. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Just, yeah. We, when he was like four years old, we, we went up to our land up north, and we were just improving it at the time, so we had no outhouse or anything, and mm-hmm. so you, you poop in the woods. Yeah. That's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, you know, he's four and I'm like, he's like, daddy, I got to poop. And I say, no problem. Like, come on over here. I'll show you how this is all done. And we, we did his little business and everything's great. And then like a week later, I look out the window at the house and he's, he's leaning up against the tree in the backyard. (laughs) Seriously? That's awesome. Just pooping in the backyard. I'm like, oh, hey buddy. (laughs) That's for up north only. That's, like, huh? and you bury it then. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's right. a whole procedure, but yeah. Cannot but wait backyard. to meet your child. <laughs> oh, he's he's a fantastic. They're of all fantastic. They all are. I love them, but all. especially this one we keep talking. About. Oh, right. Poor okay, one more guy. story. Yeah, one more story because we'll we'll go into mean. Well, I have one mean and know, nice. I have a friend of mine. Oh, go ahead. And you know this person. Oh. Oh gosh! Yeah. And you know he has <laughs> I, his little house, and he's single. And he was like, the one thing at his house, yeah, is any guy that comes there. You, oh, I gotta pee. He's like, well, make sure you sit down. I don't allow standing Seriously? up in my house. I think I remember this actually. You do, don't you? Yeah. yeah. And I think, despite him, I oh yeah, up. same with me. Oh for sure. Oh, same really? with me. I was like, seriously, really? Yeah. That, you're but not he's gonna... joking. No, oh, he's no, not no, no. joking. No, he was dead serious. Because he's... he doesn't want you to piddle on his seat or seat. around the rim of the toilet or whatever. You know. But how is he going to know? Is he videotaping you? He just knows. He goes in afterwards and looks. <laughs> well, you can. He's kind a of a sound difference. Yeah. He I mean, might one, you're about so, three but... feet away. I'm not sure he was like checking. You know, no. but it was just one of those things. And you know, you'd come over and you'd be like, hmm. yeah. So so this is a sit down house. Yeah, well, I mean, it's either that or, you know, like, well, I'll just walk out and pee on your fence then. I don't care. Or you can pee or do number two and just leave in the toilet not flush. That would be... (laughs) That would be That's what you should do in his house. He's going to love me. Yeah. (laughs) I can't wait to go over for dinner. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Thanks for dinner. And then... Never mind. Oh, left you a treat. Oh, that's awful. Left, I left, left you a treat. Little, yes. That's a that's another special talent my boys uh, sort of go in and out of. Like you know, there'll be like these periods of time where I'm like, did you? Are you guys gonna forget to flush for how long now? And then and then yeah. they'll get back into the habit. Yeah. But they'll miss it for like uh-huh. six weeks. I had that conversation yesterday with both children, <laughs> and I said, well, and so we already kind of established that I'm an energy person. So I had read a while ago, maybe it was. Marie Kondo, maybe mm. she maybe it was her book, The Art of Tidying Up. Have you read that book? Mm. I know all about it. Yeah. So I think that it was her. She said you need to keep a clean, organized wallet, and you need to close your toilet seat if you want to be, if you have a, you know yeah. lucrative and like have you know a lot of cash or money. That will help you get money energetically. So it's like you're not being wasteful. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're being thoughtful. I don't I don't know around, yeah. but ever since I read that, I've been very thoughtful about. Closing, oh, closing the seat. 
all the seats in the house before I leave the house. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So I actually like that. I like. I think it looks better. It looks better, but it's also it's like just gross keeping like, it open. It's like yeah, do people I don't just like leave it open. open? Yes, yes. Some, a lot of people. Leave a lot it open. of do. Really? So now, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so, just not a thing at our house. So, so that's why you're doing so well financially. <laughs> yeah, darn yeah. it. That's not caught up with me yet, but it's yeah, coming. Okay, it's I can coming. feel it. The wave yeah. is coming. Yeah, but I had the conversation with the kids. I said first we need to get this flushing toilet thing down pat because we're going a step further and we're closing the seat every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a lid there for a reason. There is. Oh, yeah, I agree. It, it looks... It's tidier. It just looks nice. It does. Yeah, you don't want to look in there. And when you flush, like, things squirt out. You know, you'll... Yes, keep, that's yes. That's the whole yeah, point, yeah, it's I think. Just, yeah. No, it's absolutely the point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah keep it closed. Right. It's fine. That's the way you're supposed to do it. All right. Um, we should write a book or at least a pamphlet. It feels more like <laughs> a... Yeah, I'd like the idea of that. It I feels more pictures. like just an angry blog. No, you know, like what's wrong with you? Close your damn toilet. That's no. yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know if you could write angry. a whole no. book. No, we're not angry at all. I no, wish Sarah is... was here. I'm curious. Does she like even out? She doesn't like to talk about stuff like that. Oh, she doesn't. No. Oh, okay. Sarah. No. Yeah. Oh no. This this whole thing would be, be uncomfortable for oh, her. Oh, okay. Well, not really. She can handle it, but she'd she prefer to talk about aliens and. Oh, and that's cool. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. Bigfoot, sci-fi? Bigfoot, sci-fi, yeah, sci-fi. Yeah. Things. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, like that's that. what she likes. Mm-hmm. Um, you said something earlier, and it and it prompted me to remember a little story, but um, about kind of how we, how we, the ways in which we talk to kids, and how mm-hmm. that has an impact on what they're thinking and and what they do with that information. So, yeah. Uh, you know, when Jim and I, we talk about this all the time, but growing up in the small towns that we grew up in around here, um, Crystal does, doesn't have the greatest reputation or didn't back... Back when I was a little Back kid. when he was a kid. Yeah. Really? Crystal. No, I mean, it's... It's okay. It was a rough... Rough... Well, I mean, it was a rough period. The, well, his school, the 80s, you know. We, they used we to were, fight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of fighting and just a lot of... You know, it's just... Compared to the kids right now, well, I was you know, just going to ask, what's it like now? I, it's really quite nice. Okay. I mean, so my experience with the kids that that are in my life, you yeah. know, are over in Southwest area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, everything is very, you know, it's just a lot more um, accepting. Yeah, you know, compared to when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. people don't get yeah. beat up for looking at each other the wrong no, way or something. Right. You know, which right. happened a lot kids in the just ta- my don't town care. too. You know, they just don't care. They're they just don't. like whatever. You know. Yeah. About about a lot of different things, like they yeah. did when I was in school, right? High school, so. right? Yep. So my son, uh, when he was about, I don't know, seven, probably, mm-hmm. um, he was in an after-school program, and they were playing something on a pile of snow, you know, mm-hmm. King of the Mountain kind of thing or something. Yeah. And one of the kids, who, you know, most kids are, there is a lot less fighting. A lot less violence in general in in kids, but it's still you know boys get frustrated. Something's going to come out, you know. But uh, but one of the kids uh, pushed my boy down, and my my boy Tyson's a big enough kid, you know. But he pushed him down and sat on him, and then punched him in the face a couple of times. Oh no! Well, yeah, and and (laughs) Tyson didn't do anything in response. And then, uh, you know, we got alerted of this issue by the by the director of the place, and she was great. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so I had to have a talk with Tyson, and we, you know, we got home, and his little seven-year-old face. He didn't didn't get bruises or anything. It was fine, you know. Yeah. They're just seven-year-olds, but but he says like, well, you know, I said, Tyson, what what were you doing in that moment? You know, what what were you thinking? And he's like, well, I didn't know what to do. Like, well, what do you mean you don't know what to do? And he's like, well, I can't. He always told me not to punch anyone. Oh, like, I can't punch anyone. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Oh, let me explain something to you. <laughs> if you're getting oh, beat up. Yeah. I didn't know I needed... You take everything literally. I forget that. Yeah. If someone's punching you or if you feel very threatened and you're cornered or something, yeah, you have every right in the world to defend yourself at any time. So then I you know, I went back and told the director. She's like, oh, how'd it go? Do you have a talk with him? And I said, yeah, I just told him next time he's got to punch that kid in the face. Like, yes. And she's like, no, you can't tell him that. Like, oh, oh, yes, oh yeah, I, I absolutely <laughs> can. <laughs> Without question. That oh, might yeah. stop that kid from punching you in the yes. face. Uh, that's or right. another kid in the that's face. That's right. Yeah, I mean, you know, right. I, there's but no way knows? I'm telling my kid he can't defend himself. I'll tell you that. And same with my girl. Yeah. And now I will let you, uh, I want to get you in on this, I, Heather. But, you know, I had a similar story with my son when he was in first grade. Um, and I'm not even going to go with the details, but the same thing happened. And he, the, you know, it was an inappropriate the way that this one kid was, uh, touching him and he, you know, pushed him and the school called and I was like, all right, we talked to my son and I was like, if this happens again, you get a teacher obviously. And if no teacher's around, you know, you use your words, yada, 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 yada. you can punch him. Like nobody should be touching that way. And I would have said this to any kid, and turns out the next day I get the social worker calls me. <laughs> a- a- Asher punched this kid, and I and he's in the principal's office. And I was like, "Well, why did he punch the kid? I don't know." I'm like, "Well, go ask him." Calls back. Well, the kid tapped him in the penis, and I was like, "Oh, huh." <laughs> She's like, "I need you to come get." I'm like, "Nope, I'm not going to come get him. You can send him back to class. He can." If you know, if he keeps touching my kid's penis, I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna punch the kid. Like <laughs> that's what the same it. thing I say. Right? Like no, I'm like no. I, I, know, I I've not. told my boys, you know, no. they got where they were being bullied on the bus, and I told them like, you go ahead and defend yourself, and if you can't, you tell that kid that your dad's not afraid to come on the bus and punch him for oh, you. Like oh my gosh, so I that's that's really funny because I say this, my kids laugh at me all the time. I said that to Ashley, he was in first grade, so we had that whole ordeal, and of course my kids are. Like, they're lovers, not fighters. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was just this one instance, and it, it really helped shape both of them. So I did say to him in a joking way after it was all done, I said, you know, next time, just tell the kid your mom's going to sit on them. Sure enough, he told this kid that I was going to sit on him, <laughs> and the kid would run away from me and wouldn't let me volunteer. Like, when I came to the class, wouldn't let me read to him. And I never knew until one day, Ash was like, yeah, I told him you would sit on him. I'm like, oh my God, this kid has PTSD. He's going to have to go to therapy. Oh, my God. You punched him. That's, I'm going to sit on him. That's Great. the penis tapper? Yeah, the penis yeah. tapper. God. Oh, I hope it He'll be okay fine. Right He's fine. He'll be fine. He's and- totally fine. And if you love all kids, you love the penis tapper and you love your own kid. Of and it's course. not about like, don't hate him forever. No, no, but no, if no. he's doing that, punch him. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's okay to defend yourself. Stop touching me. Well, I always say there aren't no, there aren't bad kids. It's no. just that they don't have the tools or they don't know, they just need right. to be guided. That's right. it. Yeah. And, and honestly, don't punch. If yeah, you can honestly. avoid it, you know. But you know, it's different. Um, I have a daughter too. And mm. she... Um, you know, we all, I don't know if they know what a feminist is. They both are, both my kids and my husband is, but I'm very, very sensitive about, you know, how girls treat each other, how boys treat girls, how everybody treats mm-hmm. each other. Um, 
but my daughter came home the other day, uh, two days ago from a birthday party. And it was, you know, she's good with any girl. Like she can hang out with everybody. And she girl, she's great with boys too. How old is she? Not? She's nine. Nine, nine yeah. Uh, she and her brother are best friends. They call each other their forever friends. Like they're cool. They do Legos. They, you know, they do, they, they're real friends. So when she goes to a birthday party and comes back and she's like, you know, of course I love my friend that's her birthday party, but these girls kind of, they were rude. They were mean. Mm. Yeah. And I looked at her and she doesn't experience that at school. Um, because they're great leaders at the school and they, they are able to have these conversations in real time. And I was like, what happened? And, you know, she was just saying that the, the way that they were looking at her, the way that they were speaking with her and their actions. So, you know, I'm not saying to her, no, you're wrong. You know, she's listening to her gut. She's following in. I said, well, what did, what did you do? And she said, I said, no, I'm, I, I'm not going to the back of the line. You guys have gone five times. I'm going to go the second time. Like I'm go, I'm doing it. And I said, I'm really proud of you for standing up and being a leader. And hopefully they'll learn from you, you know. Um, And she didn't need to go to an adult, which was great, too. Um, But, you know, it's um, I I heard that girls can be this way, right? Mm -hmm. Of course they are. Um, Of course they can. um, It's it's just I, I don't put myself around those kind of people anymore in my life. Right. My daughter isn't used to it. I mean, look, we can't put our kids or ourselves in bubbles. But I did say to her, no. so is it, you know, it's a parent, like who you choose to be friends with. And I said, look, you can't always have people that are going to agree with you or you're going to get along with. You're going to encounter more people like this. You're going to, for the rest of your life, teachers, coworkers, colleagues, for the rest of your life, I'm really proud of you for using your words and sticking up for yourself. Like, I mean, it's period. ultra important. I mean, I we don't really get too deep into politics. I think if people listen to what we talk about here, they, they'll understand our politics. But we're of not course. trying to beat anybody over no, the head no, with no, it. Or no, anything. no, no. But but I I got into a little bit of a uh, debate, we'll say, uh-huh. or jumped into a debate Is that the, this weekend. It's it yeah. It, it's it's all the time. It, it's all the time. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. The, the, just, yeah. The question posed was like. Can I be can I be around or care for someone whose political beliefs are far different from my own? Like yeah. at this point, I can't the the argument was I can't because they're they're supporting something that I could never support and I hate that or something. Yeah. And and I I just threw it out there like, yeah, I get it, you know. I I don't want to be around people who I don't want to be around people with whom I have glaring differences and it really bothers me or something, but I still have a lot of friends and family who have differing political beliefs than my sure. own, who I care for very much. And the, the bargain we have to strike there is if we're going to be around each other, don't ask me to shut up. Like right. I'm, you're just going to have to hear how I, what I think yes. all of the time because yeah. I do actually care about you. Right. And if you don't, you know, if we disagree, we can disagree and we don't have to agree to disagree. No. We can just continue to disagree. Right. But I got my beliefs right. and I'm sticking to them yes. or you, or change my mind, but be nice about it. Right. That's but my, be respectful. Yep. Right. And so, and that's, you know, it's interesting because as kids, like we were talking about with the boys, the physical abuse, right? Yeah. Which is one way. And then with these 
girls or with girls in general, maybe it's more emotional. Of course. Right. right? And so in adults, when, we, when we're talking about, well, I can't hang out with that person anymore because they support so-and-so. And that's that's childish. We we have to think differently. We have to have I, these conversations. But yes, but um, I I argue that the majority of people, and not that are, are on the other side, because I think that it's very clear where I, where I stand. I, you know, and I, it's I I would only ask, like, can you pause and really think about what you believe yourself? Forget everybody else. Don't take any snippets from the news or or anything. What do you feel? What do you want? Right? But, and at the end of the day, we all really want the same thing. We do. We're all humans. We do. I always say, what it's going to take is a big alien invasion to bring us all together. Because right? then we're all going to come together. That's what it's going to take. It, every time That's what any, happens in the movies. Yeah. It, every time anything yeah. happens, we come together. People are not fundamentally... No. bad over here and good over there it's we're all in it together and it's actually that divisiveness the the sowing of that divisiveness is a tool used to win elections and to make money and to do all of these things when really it if we just turned our back on the on the people using the tools and and turned our faces toward each other we'd figure out really quickly that we're actually in this together. And I think it goes back to the fear that I was talking about before. I mean, you can use fear to get people to do a lot of things. Oh, yeah, right? absolutely. So it's a huge can, motivator. Right. And so It's harder to be decent. Positive sometimes. Yeah, it's it's the more challenging so thing to be decent. I you, like even with that, with your classes over in Linden Hills, yeah. like how long have you been here? How long have you been in, in Minnesota? Minneapolis? Yeah. Uh, 13 years. 13 years. Yes. So what have you seen as far as, like, because I think there's a change, you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. I mean, obviously you're, th- the fact that, that this exists, that mm-hmm. you're able to do this type of work, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's a, you know, people are coming around to that. Yeah. Have you seen that happen over? Yeah. Well, I also have to say, you know, when I first moved here, I was afraid. Mm-hmm. I did go in through a, a year of depression because I didn't know anybody. Um, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I felt very lost. And um, now that I'm on the other side, you know, I can see there are a lot of people like that. I think a lot of people are highly functioning, oh, yeah. depressed individuals or have some sort of mental or, you know, it's just some ailment. And the way that I approach um, talking with people or seeing people is I I just go and do and act the way that I want people to see me, mm-hmm. right? So um, even if I'm in a small town, not in Minneapolis, and I don't know anybody, I will make sure I know my barista's name. I'll have a conversation with him or her. Um, and I'll make sure to say goodbye and thank you. And so just to treat people with just compassion and respect wherever I go. And I have to say, like, you can feel, you can feel they're like, oh, wait a minute, what just happened there? And then they treat the next client or the next person they come into contact with. It's kind of like waking up, yeah. right? Because we're kind of on auto mode. We're like zombies sometimes. Just getting the next thing, going to check the, the next thing off. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to go we're to drive the same way home. I don't remember how the hell I got here. Okay, now I got to cook dinner. Now I got to do blah, blah, blah. Like, okay. So if you can find, it's it's kind of cheesy. I My goal. It's not cheesy. My goal in my life right now is to find joy every single moment that I am awake. 
Mm-hmm. You know? So so we have our little show here where we get to meet people like yourself and yeah. other people. And meet everybody in meet the everybody. community. Yeah. I mean, that's what this show is about, is about, you know, meeting people and, and hopefully and saying this hello. is a platform for other people to know. Right. You know, like who's contributing to our community? Who's doing things? You and know? what are our yeah. thoughts on all of this stuff? And it, it is like, it is so kind of emotionally jarring, but in a good way to to have someone actually see you as a person and to say hello to you or to do that to other people like uh since we don't do that so much these days just even the simplest not the typical minnesotan like we're walking past each other and you say excuse me i'm really sorry because you your paths might cross like i hate it when people do that like don't apologize to me for that in the grocery store when someone they say i'm sorry and i said you don't have to apologize hi i'm like you don't apologize yeah why why do we do that take up a lot of space (laughs) it's okay you you reached the door at the same time as me don't apologize it's good and nice to meet you how are you you know like (laughs) it feels it feels really good it does do you have i would imagine there's some probably good success um, mm-hmm. examples that you have and yeah. yeah I mean you don't have to say like oh this person or whatever but um you know just thinking like you probably have some real loyal follow followers or I don't know family followers is it's family. a family yeah is that how it's that's how we that's our because I don't we don't own anybody yeah right, right. So I don't I don't we don't own our teachers we don't own our students we and we're all st- students really we're all collective. teachers it's a collective um you know I had this beautiful email from a somebody that wasn't even a student and she said i'm so grateful that my friend came to moxie i have my friend back she's been lost mm. for a while mm-hmm. and we were mm. able to go skiing the other day and she was laughing and there's light back mm-hmm. in her and it's it, it's that, that kind of stuff that happens all the time yeah. um and and it's just with kids it and it's with even men and it's not that we are telling people what to do we're just asking people to feel mm-hmm. and what do you want what do you how do you want to feel and you know i don't subscribe to this oh well i'm 40 blah 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 i sh- i'm in pain and that just makes sense i'm like hell no you should be feeling so good in your body you have more wisdom you have more mm-hmm. experience we shouldn't be in pain I do find this pretty interesting because, you know, you're providing this actual physical space for people to come in and, and say, how are you doing? Yeah. You know, how are you? And, and reflect a, and on that, their own lives. And that moment of time, too. That's yep. sort of like, you know, I don't think a lot of people take that time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people aren't able to take that time, but maybe they are and they, they don't value that, you know? Well, I think that it's a couple of things. Thing. I mean, so when you come to the studio, you don't have to come an hour early. You People come in last minute. Um, and some people be like, I'm going to be coming in hot. Can you set me up? And somebody else will set you up, you know. Um, but what we do is provide space. So how are you, Jim? Mm-hmm. You answer. And that's it. Yeah. There, and I'm not here. I'm not your therapist. I'm not here to solve anything. I can't solve anything for you. Right. You have all the answers. <laughs> it's your job. Yeah. I've got my own shit. Take your own shit, but I want to hold space for you so that you can pause and actually answer. And sometimes the next question is, what do you need? That's yeah. it. It's not, oh, you need to do this. It's, right. No, you're not asking me my opinion. Yep. How are you? What do you need? Yep. That's it. Yep. That's how, uh, when you come to Moxie, and it's not superficial. I mean, we're looking at you in your eye. We're, yeah. We want to know. And those are hard. It seems like an easy question, but you know what you need 
and what you want. Most of the time, people are, don't know what they I mean. I think, yeah, those are really hard to answer sometimes for so people. People cry. Yeah, I would I'm imagine so. People laugh. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, I love that you talk about it in terms of providing space too, because we talk about Jim's art and mm-hmm. and how really what that is is it's challenging you to look into that void of his work and, yes. and see what you need to see. Yes. It's a reflection of self. And, yep. and right. you do that in your studio. Yes. And I do that with canoe trips mm-hmm. because it, again, and it's about space, right? Yes. If you, it's one thing to, so excited. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, we, this is what we did this weekend. Let's talk about space, yeah, I mean, conceptual we, space, physical space, mm-hmm. you know, um, I mean, and, this is what we do. Yeah. And, and so, so he provides this, space in art for you to think about things you provide a space where people can mm-hmm. you know find a moment to find themselves mm-hmm. and and if you like if you don't do that in a purposeful way oh yes if it's not i'm not bagging on lifetime or any no, other place no. right but if you don't think about it then you're not necessarily directing people that way yeah so like on a canoe trip i could I could get people together and I could take them paddling around Lake Nokomis or Lake of the Isles or something. And that would be one thing. And the, you know, likely not enough time for them to really get away and, and find a new space in their own mind. Uh, whereas if I take you on a week long or three week long, I do those two sometimes, but uh, a week long canoe trip, you can't help it. Like you, at some point you're going to realize that you're in a space that isn't, that requires of you that you look inward yeah. because there's the sky, there's the lakes, there's yeah. the trees. You can't avoid it. You got like, drop in. You, you got to think about yourself for a little mm-hmm. while. So, And it's interesting. I, we use um, movement in the class. So a lot of times I'll say, you know, you're probably getting a, a squat over here and then we're asking you to stand and bring your knee up. Okay. So I say, don't think about the two def- the destinations. There are no destinations. I want you to figure out how can you make the squat and that process getting to the knee up all a continuous sentence. They're not just a bunch of words. It's a continuous sentence. It's about how. It's not about what. How are you getting there? So it's a space in between. How are you going from over there to over there? Not about getting from there to there. How are you doing? How do you choose to move? Right? Not about, okay, like when you're having a conversation. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to wait till he's done and then I'm going to like answer. I know what I'm going to say. Right. Just, just like the way that this conversation goes. It's the space in between one conversation and the next. It's mm-hmm. not, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, that's, it, awesome. that's a really hard concept for people to understand Letting sometimes. Letting go. Yeah, and that space in between is so important because, mm-hmm. you know, we're, you know, it's like this, you know, when you make a minimal, when you're a minimalist, yep. you know, it's like, well, I don't get it. Where, What, what am I looking at? Where you're looking at nothing, you know, the subject matter is in you, you know, you kind of conjure it up, you know, but, um, you know, I look at a lot of art and a lot of art sometimes, you know, is about the space between the art, you know, more so than it is the actual pieces. So I love that. So so that's interesting. I mean, so what is the, what's the difference between your situation and like, say, yoga? We do yoga. yoga. So, you know, we call the classes different things. Yoga is called flux. Okay. Um, and because we're so Just to confuse society, people? Well, we're so used to labeling everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah. So our cardio class is called Mojo. 
So there, it's not cardio means something different for everybody. But right. when you are in there, you're going to feel like you have mojo, mm-hmm. right? So in yoga, I want you to feel I like it's it. a state of flux, right? You're, uh-huh. you're so, um, and our yoga classes is, is a beautiful experience too. It's not a traditional. Um, you know, we don't have s- set formats in the sense of I'm going to go in here. It's going to be the same every time. It actually um, the teacher teaches. Ex- temporaneously so whoever walks in kind of feel their energy and we are trained so that we know you know you have fibromyalgia you cannot do things this way but everybody else can so i'm the way that i'm going to say it is going to invite you to make choices so that you don't feel bad because you're not doing what they're doing Mm-hmm. Right. It's very thoughtful. That's highly customized. Yeah. I mean, that's very that's specific. Why, and we don't yeah. want, I don't want 100 people there at a time. Right. We know every single person's name. Mm-hmm. We don't need to know your social security number or how many bowel movements you do a day, but we know you and we know the way right. that you move. Mm-hmm. And we want to help you heal. Yeah. See, that, and there's a barrier to, to getting there. You know, like as much as I would like to exercise in this way or do that or whatever, there's that, that kind of first thing you got to do to, because you're, you're forcing someone to open themselves up slightly. You have coming. to be ready. Yeah. Yep. We always say, uh, at least internally, the person that goes to Moxie is intellectually curious about them themselves and about things. Right. right. Um, and that's why there are so many great places in Minneapolis and around the country for you to do movement. Yeah. Okay, so it's not that we're better than anybody else. We're not. But there are so many places because you can't be everything to everybody. No, and, and, and the reason I think that's important and I point it out is because you have to be ready to take on what you're doing. You don't, there are, you know, maybe you're not ready for uh, a, a really high quality meal. So you're, you're only eating the really poor ones which still are getting you through i guess right, you know right. but but you kind of know i'd probably do a lot better if i ate this meal over here because it's got better nutrients in it but mm-hmm. i'm not ready to get there i still i was raised on this i'm still doing this and i'll yeah. we'll see maybe someday i'll get there it's the same thing with his art you can mm-hmm. go buy you can go buy a poster that looks like something like this but it doesn't, and, and maybe for many people that is enough and it brings them, you know, it's something that they can get for into. Sure. But if you really, you know, if if someone airbrushes a poster that looks like something of Jim's, but Jim's is all done by hand and you live with, because I live with his art in my house. Awesome. If you live with that art, oh, yeah. it. I was even talking to my kids about this yesterday. They re- recognize, Jim, that, that they enter into your art that, yeah, that painting in there, yeah. and and they said I don't really know what it is, but it invites me into it, and I'm mm-hmm. like, that's that's just nice thing. to look at sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah. My daughter, when we pass by this painting, we have one painting on our top of our stairwell. She's like, today this is my favorite line. And uh, you have to really, right? Yeah, that's cool. And I'm like, why? And she's like, you can tell that she started here and ended here because of the way that the brush. Uh-huh. And so she, and then you step back and you look, and you're like, I never would have seen that line unless you just pointed it out right. to me. Right. Yeah. Very cool. And then, and then the same thing with with canoe trips. You have to be ready. People, you can't say I'm going to go do this mm-hmm. and not be ready. Like you have to actually get to some point. And some people just never get ready to do a long, right. a long trip. And it's we managed to build that amount of complexity into our uh, 
our digital technology too, because like Facebook is so easy. That's a, that's a cheeseburger at McDonald's. Yeah, you throw right. things in there, no problem. Uh, Andalin requires of a person that they take a moment of time and think about the actual space and distance between the objects in their life and the stories in their life and then start what they putting, really care about. Yeah, yeah. And start putting meaning to it. So we understand that by doing it, we have made it so that we're not going to have 200 or, you know, 2 billion trillion. Yeah. No. What is it? Whatever no, billion, it is. 2 billion. Yeah. 2 billion people on it like Facebook has. <laughs> no. Because it, that's, well, that's what McDonald's not, does. Yeah. There's you're a McDonald's everywhere. People, you're asking people to pause and to be thoughtful and to make decisions and right. Yes, and to yeah. feel. You're asking people to feel. Yes, mm-hmm. and, to, and to, so people don't want to feel. It's scary. I know, I know, and I and I love that we've finally come full circle and figured out what it is. It's an extension of Jim's art. It's an extension of my canoe tripping. Mm-hmm. It's an extension of your movement. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a different way of thinking of things. And if you want the easy one, the easy one exists, and that's fine. Absolutely, I don't hold it against you that you love Instagram. But when you f- start to figure out that it's taking something from you, that it's using you to get what it wants in a way, then then you might find your way to something that actually is a little more thoughtful and a little more about you. So. And it feels good and you get to learn about yourself and know yourself better. What and then, a great thing. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, to learn about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's hard. That It is yeah. hard. I mean, I mean it scares yep. me to think of going to your Does studio. It? Yeah, a little yeah. bit. I can, I can be honest about that. No, it's fine. But I know that it's... It's a fear I could get over, you know, but walking through the door, I like, I am not the most fluid mover. Oh my gosh. You don't have to No, I know that. I know that. But, 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 but rhythmically I'm, I'm super challenged in certain ways. I'm pretty good, Heather. He is. I'm sure you both are amazing. (laughs) The thing is you don't have to, you know, that's the the most common thing is when people come in on Wednesday for our dance class, they'll say, okay, I'm not a dancer. I'm like, oh my god, you don't have to be a dancer. Who said you had to be a dancer? Just have to. No, move, I get right? that. I get that. And you, you but make these that. are the stories that you tell yourself and prevent that, that's yourself. That's exactly it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, well, to that's de- how you get in your own way. Yes. Well, to yeah. deny that that's not there, God, I've I've been really thinking a lot about the the tiny little barriers that keep people from doing things oh, too. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say dance. Even no, I'm not then thinking about dance. I'm gonna uh, get him to dance when we. Been thinking about a tattoo eventually. So. Oh, uh, well, yeah, sure, someday. Uh, <laughs> No, but these little barriers, I I remember, I remember uh, my older brother got a full ride scholarship to Harvard and then went to Harvard math. He is just smart, smart, smart. Yeah. And me, I barely could fill out the application to get into college. And it wasn't because I wasn't smart and didn't have the skills. I'm I'm a pretty good writer, really. And I write a lot. But there's something about that application Mm -hmm. that intimidated me just, just enough to make it so that every time I looked at the application, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And finally, my mother sat down with me, and she's like, what's wrong with you? You know, And she did it. Right. And then she did the, the federal student aid one that was even more scary. Right. And I don't know why it's scary, but it was. I, I'm only laughing because that's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it's such a good analogy to what, how a lot of people live their life. The, right. And, and I, so recently, we're working on an adaptation of, of our technology to potentially be used to help in the world of voting. And the and the way I look at it is this. People think that let's say you're, you know, a 26-year-old mother or a 26-year-old father, it doesn't matter. But let's say you're you're 28 years old or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you've always wanted to vote, but you never have because the the system was just not quite not quite as accessible as people who do vote think it is. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. And maybe the barrier is 
is just so small, but it's, it, it's the same barrier that would have kept me from applying to college. I just wouldn't have done it, even yes. though I was perfectly capable of doing it. Yes. But you're 28 years old and you want to vote for the first time. You're, you're thinking, now is the time I'm going to participate in this. Right. And everyone around you says, well, first of all, if you haven't voted, you're lazy. Like, well, maybe I'm not lazy. It's the guilt. Maybe I'm not even apathetic. But but the language we use describes them as lazy and apathetic. Yeah. So maybe that's a barrier. Yeah. Beyond that, they don't know. Sure, they they maybe they can figure out whether they're registered. Maybe they can, if you've ever gone to the Secretary of State's website to look at this, it is abysmal. Shit show. It Shit is. show. Yeah. It is. And if you talk yeah. to them about Ridiculous. it, because I have, they're like, oh, no, our beautiful website. You just go here and you go there. Yeah. And it's like... No, you don't. Look, I, I'm really good at this stuff. I can't find my information on yeah. here. So imagine just being a little bit not so good at it. Yeah. You're, you're done. Like, there's, if I got to click 16 times to figure out whether I'm in something and then be confused at the end of it all, that's a barrier, right? Yeah. Then you get there and there's a line and you don't know, is this, does the line move for five minutes or does it, is it, does it, take me two hours and I got to get to work and, and that's a barrier. So then they turn away. Mm-hmm. Uh, once they, they make it through the line, they say, I'll, I'll stick this out. I'll go through this yeah. uncomfortable thing and I'll, I'll go in. They get in and someone says, well, you're not registered, but don't worry. I recognize you from the neighborhood. Let's sign an affidavit together and we'll get you registered right here. And they say, affidavit? what the fuck is that? Yeah. Am I going to go to jail? Like, yeah. are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> oh gosh. You know? Yeah. And then they sit down with a ballot. Let's say they've made it through all of that. They sit down gosh, with a ballot. They only you. recognize the two top things. Right. President, the rest Vice of them, President. soil and water commissioner. Who the who fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, right. I don't know who that is. What? And, and judges like, uh, there's like 15 no damn one judges on the back. Things. No one does. Why in a world where, that same person could choose not to vote and walk out and have the instant gratification of getting buying something on Amazon and having it in their house in two hours. Why have we made it so easy to do some things that take from them, but not made it easy to do the one thing where they can give back and feel good about that? Yeah. I mean, there's other things to do, but what is your app going to do to solve this? Well, that's a whole nother. Well, this God, is, I this can't is wait to thing. hear about that. It's going to so simplify much. that whole yeah. thing. It's, I hope you're right. It's going to. It, well, it's sure so it easy yeah. that we are using modern digital technology to do what is easiest to take money from people. And we're not putting back into the community something that is makes that's just a tool. We're not putting tools for you the could community. walk. You could walk out of this building and without without any effort, have a car waiting for you there, have the money transaction oh, yeah. made. You don't even have to speak to that person. They know where you're going. If we can do that. That's more complicated than making it, than demystifying the process of voting through yeah. a, through a technology that looks familiar to people. So one would ask, why is it so challenging? Because because people the rapidity or the uh, the rapidness of change right now is mm-hmm. driving fear. We have all this anxiety about the change that's occurring, where we're headed. We have a future that's uncertain because of our own climate mess that we've created. Uh, we no one's putting the energy into these things because they don't well, really want don't things to change. To, you know, yes. that's not yes. a very so. monetizing thing either. Oh no, you don't you make know? any money off of it. That's What's the, the point? question? Only. So right. how are you going to make money off that? It's easier right. to call if them it's lazy. Just something for the community. Right. I mean, even people who are loving and who really care 
say, oh, it's so easy though. Just just go on the website and go, I'll, I'll show you where to vote. Like, stop saying it's so easy and understand that for me, it wasn't easy to fill out the application for college. Right. I can't explain why. Right. And I, and I, I'm smart. You know, I was you a good smart. student. I was a good I'm student. You said that. But it, but it made me feel dumb. Yep. Because I couldn't fill it out. Yeah. And I can't, I could not to this day explain why that thing would scare me so much. But when, when everyone looks at you and just says, what's wrong with you? Like, just fill the fucking thing out. It's easy. Right. Like, don't tell me it's easy. I live with this all, all, all day. And people have those applications in their life in so many different ways, whether it's That's you right, know, going sure. into... It's moving in yeah, your moving studio. Moving in studio or even going into a coffee shop and saying hello to somebody. Like, you know, it's something new. It's something unknown. Uh, and sometimes you just need somebody to hold your hand and say, hey, you're going to come to Moxie. <laughs> I'm excited for you to come. That's and I'll be right. here with you and I'll fill out the application for you. Yes, That's exactly. That's how can I help you get How through this? Help? Yeah, what do you need? Yep, my, uh, you know, one last time we're we're well into our. I know that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's that's good. good. We love it. Heather, it's easy. Wow, you know, I see I'll this come back again. Oh, okay, you have good. to. Yeah, invite myself. Good. <laughs> you can this come so whenever. You just, you just invited yourself. <laughs> I just did again. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> well, you do. We love it. Well, you do know that I just emailed which one of you, which one Me. Was, it was you, and I was like, hey, Deb says I should contact you and you're like all right when can you come yeah I'm like oh my god this dude doesn't even know me <laughs> well, well that's what happens Deb. uh through yes. referrals yeah you yeah. know he's like you, see you next week so so <laughs> we're booked out until april so you just bumped you, you just kind of we're booked right out like three or four or five of these a week until april and you got in on mm. the fly yeah yeah that's the reason for that sh- sh- all right can can you answer <laughs> one last little thing for me from not you don't have to fully solve the problem or anything but no. from the perspective of a mother and a woman yes I, my my three and a half year old daughter is adorable like she is she's pretty cute she's pretty darn cute she's very pretty she's cute she's adorable whatever you want to say it still it drives me nuts when people walk up to her and say my aren't you pretty or you're so pretty or whatever mm-hmm. i i always say i tell them would you please remind her that she's strong too like just it, tell her she's strong you know it, is there oh gosh how we, can we how this, can we fix that okay i'll tell you right now my daughter i and and this is a, a she used to wear tutus she used to have this awesome sequin like because yeah my mom likes sequins too but headband and it looked like a crown and she never wanted to be a princess she that was never a goal of hers we would go to the grocery store. We would go anywhere. Oh, how you doing, princess? And she'd look at me like, what the hell? You know, and she was young. Yeah. Okay? yeah. She wouldn't say anything. She stopped wearing some of the stuff. And I said, what's going on? I don't like it when people call me princess. And I said, well, you can say I'm not a princess. I don't, I don't want to hurt their feelings. Okay. Okay, that's fine. What can I do to help you? Yeah. She's like, I don't know. And I said, I'll think about it. So the next time it happened... They said, we were actually at synagogue, okay? It was high holidays, okay? <laughs> oh, sweetheart, you're oh, you're so pretty, princess. I was like, she is really smart, and she's yes. strong, too. You should ask her what she likes to do at school. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it wasn't like, would you please stop? It was redirecting. Yeah. And I had to do it with my parents, too. And my parents were like, oh, we don't mean to. And of course, people don't mean to be hurtful. Uh, There's great no. intention. That's our tendency. And I say, why aren't you saying that about my son? Because he's actually gorgeous. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I know, you know exactly what right. you mean. But, yep. And so let's talk about 
you know, who you are. Not, and the, the same thing happens when, when we come in and you're like, oh my gosh, I love your hair. Eh, thanks. No. <laughs> I don't notice. No, I'll be, I know, I'll be like, honest. Like, I never I notice. He does. But uh, how about, I mean, but you guys see each other all the time. Oh, yeah. I, mean, yeah. Well, I'm talking I know more the, about I know what Sarah. you're talking but about. But it's yeah. like, you know, how about, hey, how you doing? Yeah. How, what'd you do this morning? What'd you have for breakfast? Right. What, what, you know, what'd you think? Right. So what's, what book are you reading right now? Yeah, why do we always have to push this so physical. pretty thing? This physical. Well, it's a combination. You know, it's sometimes it's sometimes it's nice. But, but it's, Sarah it's, likes it when I say, well, "Hey, looks but, like you got a fresh cut, Sarah." And she goes, "Thanks for noticing." Right, <laughs> and it does. But you see her regularly. I see her every right? day. Right, so unless she's in tequila country. What is tequila country or wine country? Oh, she's what? in oh. Mexico. Oh, yeah. Lovely. Yeah. So the, the, <laughs> right. the thing is, I mean, it's also that whole being thoughtless and just going on auto. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. whether, it, you know, boys I, or girls or just adults, you know, how you doing? I'm not trying to be, uh, I'm not trying to, like, change the world to, you know, make everything more politically correct or anything either. I think that's a bunch of bullshit. Um, but I do like it when you learn something, like, like, if you really take the time to think about it just for a second, so that you, when you see a young girl and you say, my, you're looking very strong today or whatever, instead of... You're very pretty. I just wonder how those things But affect. even looking, you don't even have to say you're looking very strong. Like it has, doesn't have to do anything with looking. Sure, sure. Yep. So, and the thing is, um, you know, we, I lost my train of thought. That's this okay. gets me really, really, really emotional. You're, you're almost there. No, no, no. You, we're going to, because you were saying looking, you don't have to say looking, but. Um, well, shoot, I'll, I'll you, say you, one I mean, last. You're, you're describing like, how do you, how do you, how do, how do I say hi to. Um, your daughter, you know, or, or, you know, Let I'm me, saying like, wow, you look great today or what? <laughs> He's trying to jar I, your I'm trying memory. to jar your memory. Yeah. Really good job. Yeah. It's not happening. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about just one other thing yes. that it, you know, it took me a long time to realize the difference between me saying this and me saying that mm-hmm. conveys a different intent. Right. So if, if I'm walking out of the grocery store and how does this work again? I've got to think about it and I think about it consciously each time mm-hmm. and I see an elderly woman carrying her groceries uh-huh. and I say, let me help you with that. That's a challenge or a threat And uh-huh. versus may I uh-huh. give you a hand uh-huh. is a is just yeah a, that's right you know yeah. it's it's yep, just it's such a subtle difference yeah would yeah. you like some help yeah would you like some help be, would you like yeah. because i'm not saying you can't do it that's not my intent yeah but if i say let me help you with that i might be saying it looks like you're failing at that right and i'm in charge of you right. and, and i'm better and i'm than bigger you. and better, better and i can you. versus may i help you with that is hey listen i've got a free hand mm-hmm. i can help you out if you if you want it if you don't that's okay too and if he or she says no thanks you can say okay no i'll walk with you yeah. How you doing right like yeah it's all good. but i do remember what it was okay good. so you said i'm not trying to solve all the world problems of course not but when your gut when you hear somebody say a racial joke or when you hear somebody talk to your daughter and say you know you're so pretty when your gut feels off and you're like this is wrong and you can pause and breathe into it and say, okay, what can I do to to not just educate this person, but also to, because when we don't say anything, we're part of the problem. Totally. This is right. It. So it's not that we're solving anything, but we're, we're now we're healing. We're going to move forward. I'm not going to get everybody, but right here, right now in this little, this little conversation, mm-hmm. this is going to make a difference because that person then, and I'm going to know how to speak better next time. To somebody else because I know that triggered me. Yep. So that's all. That's all it is. So just to, with respect and compassion, just change. This just is a time honored. 
Yep. It's a time honored thing that you, you try and teach counselors at camp, right? Is, oh, is yeah. how to, how to not, it, because if you, if someone says something that makes you uncomfortable mm-hmm. in that moment and you challenge them, like it's the end of the world, like they said something horrible and that, you know, if right. you, then they're going to cling to that belief and right. that's, uh, that statement stronger yeah. but if you just subtly say like especially to kids you know they say something out of line and you say you know what i'm not, i'm just really not very comfortable with that but let's keep talking about something else then like yeah. if you just re if you just let them know mm-hmm. quickly and and non hurtfully that you know you've you've said something that kind of it's not sitting well with me but it's okay i still like you i still yeah. want to talk to you but let's not do that anymore yeah then then it it helps the conversation that's so, great yeah Good communication skills. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge thing. Yes. I For mean, all of us. Yeah, that's exactly it is. right. It is. Lost art. Yes. Well, <laughs> it is. It is. What? Well, I could just text you. I'm just going to yeah. do an emoji. I don't think it's oh. lost. Nothing's ever lost. No, it's not. You're right. You're it's, right. I, I just, I think it's important. People need, I just feel like in this time of, uh, we've got, we've had our moment where we've said everything's ending and, and you know, it's all going to be terrible and, and it's time to just realize, like, you know what? We're, we are going to make it. We're we're yeah. going to do better, and we're going to figure out things. And, and so we had a period of time where we weren't doing things right. And it, we always will. We'll fuck the next thing up. Oh, we always it's, are. It's okay. But, but at least we're waking up to things that we needed to wake up to. So Well, and that's your, and that's what you're doing for the community. Yeah, I mean, I've, you're providing yeah. that, which is pretty interesting. I mean, that's a cool space. You're providing a space you. for people yeah. to do that. Thank you. It is. Uh, all right. Yeah. Should we? Well, we could talk all day, but we, can, but, we should. Well, I'm coming back. So. Okay, okay. We should good. probably. We'll give you uh, any time you want here to just promote something that you feel needs to be promoted. Like, how do people find you? How oh. do people find you? Do you want to? You know, a gotcha. little bit of self stuff or someone Thank else's you. thing that's going on if you want to do that. Um. Well, so our website is www.mxe.life. We offer classes. We offer workshops under something called Moxie Talks. For instance, this Sunday we have a full moon um, circle. Mm. It's the full moon, full snow moon this Sunday. Scares me too. Does it? Yeah. It doesn't scare me. No. I mean, and I'll we're, see you, Heather. It's, it's, you will manifest some serious stuff. I yeah, mean, I'm, it's, I'm in. Okay, cool. I'm, I'd have a blast. So <laughs> I'm sure you would. Uh, we also, we do, you know, talks. Um, we have kid workshops. Sometimes we have something called Facts of Life where kids girls and boys separately learn about puberty and healthy relationships and uh, sex um, we do online classes so we we do things called moxie world which is doing uh, community service so we're teaching people you take care of yourself first so that you can take care of other people so we occasionally do community service events um, and I just invite people just to stop in for, just to feel the energy. Like when you walk through the doors and you go downstairs or a place, people are like, oh, I want to stay here. So just come by. Oh, I like Say that. hi. Yeah, that's cool. And your first week is free. You just have to tell us one thing you like about yourself. Very cool. Yeah. Great. Very cool. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a great entry point. Right? I mean, yes. That's, yeah, Absolutely. that makes it easy. Yeah, yeah, so I'll see you guys this weekend. Perfect. Well, thank you. <laughs> Heather, thanks for doing what you're doing. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I'm really happy can we, uh, can we solve one more problem before we actually say goodbye to you. One real sure. quick one. Wow. Yeah. What's going to yeah. be the problem? I'm looking to put together a a group of people or something who can do a curriculum around just teaching kids, like even just a one day mm-hmm. course around teaching kids what uh, 
proper kind of proper use or, or the ways they should be caring about how they use their uh, social media spaces Boy. because no one does it. So, so when mm. I, when I was a kid, they would talk, you know, if like sex ed is a thing, that's a difficult thing to talk about. And you uh, have to constantly talk about it. It's not a one-time class. We're constantly talking right. about addition, subtraction, multiplication, sex ed to continue. It's not just a one-time, oh, they got it. Let's go. Right. Right. I keep mm-hmm. talking about it. Well, and, and, but we're like, when I was a kid, uh, M80s were a real thing. Big, big fireworks that would mm-hmm. hurt you. you yeah. know, take, it's, it's still a big thing. Yeah, but not, not real M80s. They're quarter stick and dynamite or whatever. They don't make them. Mm. They're, they're illegal. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and cherry bombs and these things that would okay. actually hurt people and blow up. And the, and the, but they make these big, they make other big fireworks. Mm-hmm. They had nudie mags. Yeah. There, all these things existed. And each one of them, there was alcohol and tobacco. Yeah. And each one of them existed. And you told kids why, how to be safe around them and how to use them or not to use them. Right. And cell phones, super interesting technology. Videos, photos, internet, everything else. And when they're 10 or 12 years old, we give it to them and we hardly tell them a damn thing about what it means and how to use it and the, and the trouble it could cause. So I think there's room there. There's to a lot of education. Up on a pedestal right now. I'm going to lose a lot of friends right now. <laughs> <laughs> how about not giving your child that's a, that's a an option too. at 10? No. How about not giving your child a phone at 10? There is evidence that it changes your brain. Of course. I say to my kids, and they know we're not even talking about it until after their bar and bat mitzvah, which is 13. We're not even talking about phones. You eat organic food. You go to bed every night. You don't play with guns. You don't play with knives. You don't do drugs or alcohol. So all these things we know in our family, right? Why am I giving you a phone? I know we know there's scientific evidence that it changes your brain. So I'm not going to give it to you. And they say, thanks I'm with for you. protecting me. Right. No, they don't need it. I'm sorry. Well, no, my kid can, can wait you. 15 minutes. If I am late 15 minutes, they can wait 15 minutes. <laughs> but my, but I can't building. make that decision right. for other parents. You can. Oh, absolutely not. You know, you can't for your own children. Yeah. It, and, and everybody knows what's best. I mean, sometimes when people are divorced, you need a phone because your child needs to know who's picking me up today. And so I get it. Like there are circumstances. And so when, then those parents should say, hey, this is how we're going to treat the form, the phone. You don't need social media what the hell does social media do for you well you, know, you can you can lock things like that of on the course too, bullshit so. they figure their way around well, sure. oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't i don't know i'm sure they do but they do i think that um you can try all you, you know want. If, if a parent gives a kid the phone i think the parent has has is definitely capable of teaching their child and the thing is and i say to my kids look i can't give you a phone right now because i abuse my phone i can't even tell you how to responsibly use it right but but so, I mean, yeah. when you were when we were kids, mm-hmm. like, like, uh, let's say, let's take sex, right? Mm-hmm. You can, let's say, the legal age of consent is eighteen. I think it's sixteen or whatever. It doesn't matter. But anyway, let's say it's eighteen. Mm-hmm. Means you're not supposed to have sex before you're eighteen, right. right? That's that's supposed to be the rules. We all know. I I knew kids that had sex when they were like ten, eleven, or oh. twelve years old. No, I know. Yeah, no, of it's, course, it's frightening. Of but there's a reason why, so even if you don't give your kid a phone, some other parent has given theirs, I can't make those decisions for people, but can't we collectively decide 
to not bury our head in the sands about this. So phone education. Just just tell them what this is and what it does. You know, I think that there are there should these, be phone education. There, there are these documentaries that some schools in Minneapolis have shown parents and kids about the how to responsibly use your phone. I mean, just give them some education yeah, on I it, think, don't you right. think? I actually think that there is, but okay. I think that um, that education should also go to the parents uh, because we, kids learn by just watching. And it's not oh, even, you course. don't even have to like tell well, them what to do. Well, if you're the parent that doesn't actually parent and you're just on your phone, which sure, sure. I have a couple of examples of that. Right, but, but also, you know what I mean? You know, my, I mean, we're my all kids figuring that. it out. They're like, mom, why are you on your phone? And I'll say, I'm actually for work, you know? And, right. And phones because are a tricky thing because you can do work on your phone. You can Oh, I do just, everything. We do everything right. on our phone. So it's a matter of like, there's a time and place for everything. Yeah. So I, when I go home, but the phone goes near the wall and the kids are home and I'm mm-hmm. for the most part with them but you know if the phone rings and it's one of my teachers second well, yeah, you know, I have to of course do, totally. but it's um, it's I realize it's awareness tough. yeah yeah I mean I mean you know if you watch any old movie or whatever when when dad got home from work he walked over to the little mini bar oh. <laughs> poured himself a drink and sat down with a newspaper sure. and was like don't disturb me for the next two right. hours get my I, dinner call me I, when dinner's oh, done yes. or whatever oh you know and oh and gosh. sometimes I mean like I I it's do like not black and white TV though <laughs> it is but I well like the Brady Bunch didn't he always drink too I don't know uh, I think I oh, think God, I don't know about I think that. old man Brady when he came home he'd walk over and pour himself a cocktail I'm pretty sure huh. but anyway I don't, I'm pretty sure now I, now we we'll have to go. look yeah, it up I know what I'm someone weigh in on this yeah. <laughs> someone weigh in Let go get us your know. phone go get your phone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes when I walk in, like I don't use my phone to play games I don't. Yeah, I don't either. But when I sit down, it's like I come in through the door, and sometimes I'm like, "That's I'm reading my newspaper, essentially." Sure. You know, sure. Which yeah. still doesn't. I it, it didn't feel like Dad was paying attention to you when he was reading the newspaper either. So I understand right. how it doesn't feel like I'm paying attention right. when I'm on my phone. But in either way, like I like they're just Dad different wasn't tools. Paying attention, I was under the radar. No shit. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. Whew. Now he's not going to beat me. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. What I I did read about um, that babies um, right now are having a hard time connecting with their moms because moms, when they're, I, I'm, this is something that I read, so I'm not saying like <laughs> I know all moms exactly suck. Right? Where you're I going. have a sister-in-law who's an amazing mom, and she does not do this. So, no, I know. Um, right. Like, are you know they're, on their phone looking while they're breastfeeding? So, like, there's no, there's not that connection because you're not really right. with the person. Yeah. Right. And we're always multitasking too. I have to say. But I mean, we but, have to. Yeah, yeah. But would a mother, would a mother, thirty years ago, maybe have had they a wouldn't book? Have that opportunity. Well, well would they maybe had a no, book? No, she would have had a right. smoke. Oh, you know? oh shit! I you mean, I'm just saying. All the time. Yeah, I mean, this isn't no, anything right. yes. really that you this know. Nothing new. Yes. I mean, yeah. my but parents so were driving be... around with the windows up and the AC we didn't on. Have and just we didn't have car seats either. We didn't have car seats. And I was in the yes. back of the station wagon, just like I was playing wow. with matchbox cars in the wheel well in the yeah. back, playing yeah. with matches you guys are in amazing. the back of the car. Yeah. Look at you! Great. Yeah. So let's not sky is falling it, but let's right. It, no. It's not, but no. let's but let's uh, accept that well, we need to learn is. how to use these new technologies right. in a way that makes sense to us. Right? Yeah. You know. But once again, we'll loop it back to Heather here because oh. you oh, yeah. are providing space for people to kind of get in touch with themselves. Yes. And there is a reflective side to that. That's yes. Happening. Yes. So, and it's good to be curious and just ask questions. Just yeah. Always ask questions. Yeah. Like, why am I doing this? Right. Why? 
I, yep. I ask myself that Why every morning. Yeah. And I say, Sam, God, what no are we doing? Kidding. So no. I ask him questions. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh. Well, look at us. I mean, we have... we have. All we do is talk to each other all we day long. We chose to... Weekends. We each Life. were making like a fine living. Yeah. Doing the things that we fine. did up until two years ago. And uh-huh. then we decided to jump into an incredibly challenging endeavor together. Yeah. They call it pivoting. Pivot. <laughs> Time to pivot, <laughs> Sam. Let's pivot. pivot. Oh God! It, but right. but it, you know we're we're working it out and we're super it's excited all. that we did. You're and, always in flux. And we're finding we're, people are transition. finding their way to us now. So yeah, yeah. it's working. Like it's working. Yeah. All right, Heather. All right, Heather. Thank, you, thank, thank you very thank you. much. I'm yeah. grateful. I appreciate. Thank you. Guys you. are awesome. Thank okay. you very much. Bye. All right, everyone, thanks for listening. We love comments and feedback, so go ahead and let us have it. If you'd like to learn more about Andalin and other legacy projects, visit the website at andalin.app or kineticlegacy.us. Take care.